Good morning. Mainly sunny today and a high of four. The Oilers with a huge loss last night, 6-3 to the Devils. We'll check your flights this morning now with all Boeing 737 MAX 8s grounded. In Canada, your flight might be canceled. It did affect three flights yesterday from the Edmonton International all to Toronto. And with Facebook and Instagram being down yesterday, no doubt some of us are very excited to post our photos once again. Now, if you hadn't realized, this Sunday is St. Patrick's Day. And if you're always looking for a clever, witty caption at the bottom of your green-themed gem of a photo. This weekend, try some of these. I- Irish, I had another glass of beer or whiskey. Irish, oh, I had another oh. bat. Yeah, good. The patty don't start till I walk in. Okay, <laughs> if you've got kids, caption them Little Miss Lucky Charm and Wee Bit of Trouble. And if you've got a big group of friends all posting for Instagram, write Irish You a Lucky Day or Shamrocks and Shenanigans for All. They only get better. <laughs> no, I'm stealing all of these. Mm-hmm. Well, happy potato chip day. Oh, there's that sound. I hate that. Already, <laughs> yes, people eating is the worst sound in the world. I agree, but like crunching on a chip is a different kind of sound. Like I don't like, like slobbery it's, You sound. mean it's louder? <laughs> but, but more noxious. I'm noxious. I don't know. Oh. Already, some major controversy over actor Chris Evans' take on this day. He recently posted his top five chips with Cool Ranch Doritos topping the list. He said, a lot of effort goes into them. We want to know your top picks. That's coming up in just 10 minutes. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know this morning. Thank you, Jack. Hey, you know what? This hour kicks off our James Barker band ticket takeover every hour all day long. Your chance to win tickets to that invitation-only party at Cook County Saloon. But you can't win them now. Right now, you're winning those WWE tickets. It's the road to wrestling ma- WrestleMania. Mania, exactly. Wrestling Mania. And uh, the, you're going to be going on Friday night. That's tomorrow night. If you're the first person to answer the question, it's 780-421-1039, okay? This food almost went away forever because in World War II, it was deemed not essential, and they halted production of it. Hmm. Oh. I am so glad it's currently still available. As the show historian, I think I know the answer. It's a really yeah. tough one, Steve. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is the food that was halted in production back in World War II? But they came to their wits and we still have it today. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. As simple as the too early for a question question this morning. Again, back in World War II, this food was a halted the production of it because they said it was not essential. Norm, what's the food? Hello, yummy, nummy bacon. It's not yummy, nummy bacon, Norm. Oh, Uh, fun fun fact, back in the day, bacon was like... Like a bad cut. Nobody really wanted it. Oh, it was like, yeah, it was Is like that true? the bad part of the pig. I think so. Yeah, okay. Yep. Ari, John, what do you think? Back in War II, they uh, stopped making this food because they thought it was non essential. I'm going to guess the, because uh, you guys were talking about it, uh, the potato chip. <laughs> there you go. There's a man who can put two and two together. Yes. Quick guess. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> no. I just won something on the radio at six o'clock in the morning. For real. <laughs> can you believe <laughs> it? <laughs> and it's not potato chips. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're going to WWE. It's the road to WrestleMania, and you're going to be there tomorrow night. Sweet titties. By the way, <laughs> by, by oh. the way, what is your f- uh, favorite potato chip? Uh, I like my ketchup chips. Yeah. True yeah. true Canadian boy right there. Yeah. Only found in Canada. Yeah, I think that'd be my pick, too. Uh, we're going to actually uh, do the, the bracket challenge with the potato chips coming up in moments, and we're going to mark you down for a potato chip. Thank you, and uh, enjoy wrestling tomorrow night. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
our buddy uh, John found out that too early for a question, question back in World War II, the potato chips were declared a non-essential food, and they had to halt uh, production immediately. Manufacturers uh, balked at the idea, and protests began. Can you imagine during so the war sad. they were protesting for their chips? I can imagine that. They're just potatoes. And Was it the oil and salt that they I, were they just, about? I think they just said, I guess, yeah, if you're going to use your potatoes, you're going to use them for mashed potatoes and other potatoes. Well, you're bacon. not going to use them. For, exactly. <laughs> we're not going to use them for these fun, frivolous things like potato chips. But thank goodness, uh, you know what, cooler heads prevailed and we now have the potato chip. And, we've and the war ended. A million different Thanks to versions. the chip. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. By the way, it's a James Barker Band uh, takeover day, so keep on kissing for your next chance to win. But here's the thing. With the potato chips, we were grocery shopping last night and that grocery sh- uh, shop uh, potato chip aisle is as long as the aisle. It really is. There's so many different choices and different variations of this stuff. It's the just snack yeah. and pop aisle. Over the years. But what we've done is we've compiled the top eight Canadian chips because they're different than the States. They don't have ketchup chips in the states, no. for Hard example. To find. Yeah, that's tough for them. So what we've done is we've compiled the top eight, and we're going to do the bracket challenge and get down to the number one chip, according to Kiss and Country listeners. So you've just got a few minutes to vote. The first two chips up for grabs are sour cream and dill pickle. Ooh, similar. <sighs> See, I, I rank a chip on a few different factors. One is taste. One is eatability in mass quantities. Mm-hmm. And I think sour cream. One of my favorite types of chips. Sneaky good chip. Dill pickle, you, you get the chi- the tongue burn. Mm. Yeah, that's good. And sour cream, you're so stinky after. <laughs> I can I brush my I say I'm gonna brush my teeth, but I'm probably not going to. Sour cream is way better than dill pickle. Interesting. But I like dill pickle. If there is one chip that I won't have, the one chip I have won't have, if I accidentally have one, I go, it's sour cream. I yeah. eat the sour okay, cream. Okay, now we keep saying sour cream, but it's we should onion. specify sour cream and onion. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. the difference. So here's the thing. you got the next few minutes to vote. Dill pickle or sour cream and onion? Which one do you think should move on? Text us now, 103.939. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oh, that music can be only one thing. We're in the middle of a big fight, a big challenge. Mm-hmm. It's the potato chip day, so we're doing the battle of the potato chips. And we just had sour cream and onion and dill pickle face off. And the winner, Jack, by a mile was... Dill pickle chips. There you go. Woo! Yeah. Saw that coming. Canada loves their dill pickles. Bring on the tongue burn. (laughs) That's what she said. Got it. All right. (laughs) So that means it's going to move on, and now we're going to do another two. Uh, Who is battling right now? The next battle is between ketchup chips and barbecue chips. Oh. Here's a hot take. Yeah. As a Canadian, I hate the ketchup chip. What? Why? I don't know. I don't like an overpowering flavor. Oh this my is gosh. why dill pickle doesn't make it for me either. No way. When they are so red and so powdery that you're like, am I really eating a chip? It's so good. <laughs> Who makes the best kind of ketchup chip? I haven't found it yet. Sometimes Old Dutch because they accidentally put too much flavor on. You're chasing the ketchup dragon. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm the guy that puts the ketchup topping on my popcorn, so I think you know <laughs> yeah. my answer. I'm going to have to go barbecue on this one. Ketchup all the way, just like the first three textures have said, but you know what? We This is a democracy. 780-421-1039. You can call and vote, too. But text us now, 103939. Ketchup chip or barbecue chip? If you had to have only one, which one would it be? You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It is a National Potato Chip Day, so we're doing the uh, the bracket challenge. It's like March Madness. It's happening yeah. for us. It's potato chip madness. So we're, we're just kind of going to find out what your favorite chip is. We just finished ketchup and... Ketchup and barbecue. And the big winner was ketchup chips. No surprise there. No, no problem, Bob. It almost, seems, it almost seems like whichever one Matt picks is going to be the opposite. <laughs> well, heading into this new battle, I'm, I have my, 
my favorite of all of them. Okay, so give us those two. All right, the next battle is salt and vinegar versus plain. Matt, if you say plain, I'll kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Although I do appreciate a good plain chip for dipping with chip dip, salt and vinegar is hands down the greatest flavor of chip. I chase the salt and vinegar <laughs> dragon. There's a too much vinegar, salt and vinegar, and there's too little. Mm. You get the right bag with the right mix. Oh, nothing better. <laughs> I'm crushing it. My bag. wife is wow. a plain chip fan. She is. Why? She, she, I don't know why. I just, because her name's Karen, I guess. Maybe oh. that's why. No, I don't know why. Karen likes, she just, it's like, it's almost like she sees it. She thinks it's being ignored. So she goes, we can't ignore the She's plain chip. Love the plain. My mom has a thing. When we grew up, it was chip Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she made us go to the corner store and pick her up a bag of uh, uh, Lay's plain chips and yes. she'd sit there and crush an entire bag. All right. I love this text that just came in. If the chip isn't burning my tongue, it's not worth it. Salt and vinegar all the way. Interesting, but there is a lot of plain chip votes coming in so far. I'm shocked. Could plain actually come from behind and defeat salt and vinegar? It's up to you. Oh text us God. now at 103939. You only have like three minutes. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. And this is a big one for us. It's National Potato Chip Day. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to determine what is the most popular chip with you, the Kissing Country listeners. So far, the ketchup chip and the dill pickle have moved on to the next bracket, but we just wrapped up a battle. Was it what was the salt and vinegar and and plain and chips? Plain chips, and we're like, who buys plain? My, my wife buys plain chips. She said your mom used to love the plain chip. chip. Fridays. It's a mom thing. Yeah, I guess. All right. So who won? Well, by a difference of four votes, it was salt and vinegar. Oof. Salt and vinegar by the skin of its teeth. Salt and vinegar is probably one of the favorites. I think we'd have put anybody else up against it. I think Plain might have beat them. Maybe. Hmm. Shocking. Plain's a popular chip. Yeah. You know? Obviously, they Obviously, still make yeah, it. It's on the shelf. It's the easiest one to make, too, I would think. But anyway, all right. So that means that means salt and vinegar is moving on. What is the final one that's moving into the top four? All right. A little bit of a twist here. Nacho Doritos versus all dress chips. Mm. I know I'm the minority in this room, but all dress trips... Chips. Are, chip trips <laughs> are pure trash. What? They are garbage. You know, you, you're getting, you're talking Ruffles all dress is probably the go-to Yeah, that's flavor. the best. Yeah, they're so bad. I used to trade those for wagon wheels back in elementary school. Like when you get a little bag in your lunch? Yeah. You oh. lost that deal. Just so you Nacho know. <laughs> Doritos are so good. The first 12 texts in a row are going all dressed. <laughs> And, Shocking. And I like the Dorito too. Like, but but all dressed would be again, it would yeah. be in my top two or three. Yeah, it's a flavor for everyone because it has every single flavor. <laughs> it's the only time I'll actually kind of enjoy a sour cream and onion kind of chip in go. a way, right? Or yeah. a ranch chip. It's weird. If you put that together with all the other stuff. You are being all inclusive when you it, like awesome. all dressed. It, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't have an identity. It's <laughs> it's a fraud chip. Yeah. It, it loves everyone. It's got multiple personalities. And yeah, but it doesn't have one that really sticks out. All it's right. It's trash trip. Text us at 103939. You can also call us at 780-421-1039. This is the final. To move it to the top four, what is the all-time best chip of the Kissing Country listener? Text us now. Is it all dressed or is it the Dorito? You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If you're just joining us, welcome to National Potato Chip Day. And we're trying to celebrate and we're trying to figure out which is your favorite all-time potato chip. It's the bracket. And again, we've just put uh, the uh, all... Well, not, 
Yep, you got it. All dressed. All dressed against the... Dorito. Nacho Dorito. Okay. There was a bit of a controversy. Somebody said, how can you put the Nacho Dorito in? It's not technically a chip, but we just... How could we leave it out? Like, seriously. So we we didn't leave it out. But the winner was... But everyone else did. All dressed won. (laughs) All dressed up for the W. And Tim said, hey guys, I just moved back from California where all dressed is advertised as Canada's favorite chip. Interesting. I think it's another only Canadian flavor. Who oh, knew? never mind. You just said they're in California. <laughs> we started with eight. We're down to four. Ketchup, dill pickle, all dressed in salt and vinegar are going to battle it for the uh, championship challenge. So who's going against each other right now? Ah, oh, this is going to be a tough one. It's dill pickle versus ketchup chips. Chris what do you do? So much flavor. Half. I love them both, but ketchup, ketchup every day of the week, I think. No. No. no it's got to be dill pickle. The bird, baby. I hate to curse dill pickle, but I have to go girth. Go dill pickle. Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> Matt hasn't chose one yet. S and B I got right. <laughs> oh, okay. But I think dill pickle. No, that means you're jinxing mine. <laughs> All right. Texas at 103939. Ketchup or dill pickle. Which one should go to the final? So, well, Audrey just said neither, LOL. Well, yeah. All right. But if you had to vote for one, tell us now. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Potato chip day. Uh, there's some people that are pretty upset that we're not talking about pie because it's pie day too. Ooh. Hey, that's next hour. We, you know, <laughs> we got plenty of time. We'll yeah. Food all the time. Uh huh. Anyway, we're battling right now. If you're just tuning in, welcome to the show. Uh, the battle of the potato chips, and we're down to the final four, and we'll soon be down to the final three because we just put who against two Jack dill pickle versus ketchup chips, and by four votes, the winner was dill pickle. Wow, it was close. That one was our closest. First true upset, I think, right there. Ah, dill pickles more, uh, more mass appealing. I don't know. Are you kidding me? Ketchup chips are true Canadian. Yeah, yeah, but the dill pickle's been around longer. I think. I, I don't know. I, I just wish ketchup would have won. But again, I'll I'll eat dill pickle too. Our first test. What are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, a ketchup lover. We also got a text from somebody saying basically, Doctor Oz said the potato chip is like it's the trifecta of worst foods in the world for you because there's salt, there's fat, there's all that stuff in it. Oil. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Well, let's move on. We've got uh, <laughs> one, one more one. to get to the final. So please keep texting with us. We love this at 103939. Who's battling, Jack? All right. The next battle is salt and vinegar versus all dressed. I might be, I might get physically upset if salt and vinegar loses to all dressed. All dressed is going to win. No chance. All dressed is going to win. I don't know. Win. Salt and vinegar is a classic. I hate it, but it's a classic. All dressed you is. You hate it? Yeah. It's too burny. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's too much. Texas at 103939 to go to the final. It's all dressed or salt and vinegar. Which one are you choosing? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. But we've been having fun with this National Potato Day, Chip Day, and the fact that we're doing the bracket challenge. We started with eight, and we're down to two. Mm-hmm. It that just, last one was a battle. It start. just happened. It just happened. I, I thought ketchup was going to win at the beginning. Ketchup got off to a nice lead, and then. <gasps> Well, it was between salt and vinegar and all dressed. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's confusing. There's a lot that's of okay. Yeah. And it was salt and vinegar that was our winner. There you go. All dressed you went right. out to a screaming lead. That's right. And then salt absolutely pummeled them in the end. Okay. All right. So that means the final. And you've only got three and a half minutes to vote for the top chip. The two that we voted, you voted as the top two to go against each other are? Dill pickle and salt and vinegar. Whoa. The two classics. Somebody text, no. (laughs) (laughs) Most importantly, what do you think? You got three and a half minutes to vote right now. Dill pickle or salt and vinegar? They're both classics. 
They're both awesome. Let's go oh. salt and vinegar. Let's go dill. Yeah. Dill me. Clash of the Titans. <laughs> All right. Coming up in three and a half minutes, we'll find out the championship. Oh, and your chance to go to James Barker Band coming up too. Hang on. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We started with eight chips. If people are just tuning in, what were the eight chips that we started with, Jack? Sour cream and onion, dill pickle, ketchup, barbecue, salt and vinegar, plain, all dressed, and nacho Doritos. There you go. And we got it down to the top two, and those top two were? Dill pickle versus salt and vinegar. And your chip, the one that you chose as the chip challenge champion is? Salt and vinegar. There you go. Holy cow. I didn't see that coming. It's the best of flavor, the best of plain, the perfect nondescript chip. Yeah, yeah. It's just it made, for the masses, right? But it'll get you. The people's champion. <laughs> like, be careful. I have burnt my tongue so bad on yeah. salt and vinegar. And if you have a cut in the corner of your mouth, that oh, is the yeah. worst. It's like torture. I have a canker sore right now on the inside of my lips here. Yeah, salt and vinegar chips would be... Don't do it. Hmm, there you go. You better plane it today. <laughs> yeah, I better keep it plain. Uh, Miss Vicky's, the salt and vinegar ones there, right? Like the, the kettle chips or whatever. The, a little just bit like, of crunch. Yeah, oh and gosh. we had actually somebody text in and they said, hey guys, I'm a vending machine attendant yes. and Miss Vicky's by far are the most popular. So there you go. The All lay right. salt and vinegar, another solid choice. All right, the people have spoken. Salt and vinegar is the Kiss and Country listeners. Chip of choice on this potato day. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Well, how much work did you get done yesterday? Probably more than you're used to. Yeah, Facebook and Instagram were down and the world surprisingly kept on going. Now, some users were still affected, but are still affected currently this morning. But Facebook actually had to turn to its rival Twitter to say like, hey, guys, we're having difficulties. Don't worry, we'll be back (laughs) online soon. But I definitely noticed it. Yesterday, I had a play date with my friends, Laura and Tanya, at Sweet Pea Cafe. (laughs) And it was like a mom's date in a group, and we were just chatting. And I realized, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm actually looking at my friends. I found out that my friend Tanya moved within the city, which I probably wouldn't have picked up on before because I would have been staring at my phone trying to take pictures of Kennedy for my Insta stories. And I noticed how pretty my friend Laura is. Like, I always knew she was pretty, but I was actually looking into her eyes. I was like, wow, like she is really pretty. And it's not that I never noticed it. It's Hmm. just, yeah. I actually looked at my friends, not my phone. And it's so embarrassing and it sounds so basic. I know. But I just, there was a whole world of things that I never noticed Mm. because I'm always in my phone. A whole new world. Yeah. It was the most present moment all of us moms had had in a really long time. Did you find the conversation waned? (laughs) No. We actually liked talking to each other. And you weren't instantly thinking, well, well, what can I do with this on my social media platforms, right? So true. Interesting. I loved it. Yeah, and your husband, I love it. He had no clue. (laughs) Yeah, we were talking at dinner and I was like, oh my gosh, Facebook and Instagram were down today, but like I had a meaningful conversation with my friends. He was like, they were? Yeah. What? (laughs) No, I didn't know. Shocker. Uh, yesterday, the first time I've ran outside from our place on the road since uh, probably October. And uh, I did that. I went for my run. And I, you know what? I didn't actually put it on an Insta story. So did it really happen? Like if, if things aren't on social media, do they really happen? How life? do you humble brag? But it was it was awesome to not have to worry about it. Like I feel like there's pressure and a responsibility to do this kind of stuff. And hey, when it was down, it was down. It was awesome. Um. Uh, 
not a shocker. Yeah. I had the exact opposite take. <laughs> yeah. I finally had something great to post. Yeah. Couldn't post it. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Instagram. <laughs> Good excuse, Matt. <laughs> I swear it would have been my most liked picture. Yeah. How was your day? Did you did you have a good day because uh, that stuff was down, or did you stress so much you couldn't figure out exactly what was going on in the world because you didn't know what your best friend was doing at that exact moment? But I bet you that best friend looked good. You know you- what? Talk to them. Look at them. Your friends are pretty. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Jack, uh, you noticed a, a bit of a change in your day yesterday. Yeah, I was actually present in my day. I looked at my friends. I talked to them. I was fully invested in their stories, not saying like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Found out my friend Tanya had moved within the city. We talked all about that. Noticed that my friend Laura was actually like so pretty. And I know that she's pretty, but I was like, wow, because I looked her at her the entire time. We got this text. It just makes me sad listening to Jack's comment about Facebook being down and how she noticed her friend. It's sad. And that's exactly it. It is sad. I have been living in a world of Instagram and social media that it took for it to be actually completely down for me to realize, oh, there's a world outside of this. Our phones, our faces are stuffed in these phones and I'm the worst at it. And also just thinking, what am I going to post later? What am I going to work on later? It's nice to live in the present. I liked it. It was a great excuse and a good lesson. Are you going to change? You know, I want to. But I think it might take some work. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah follow-up. Would you be okay if it went down for a week? Ah, no. But, like, if it goes down for a couple hours a day, that's good. Just a couple? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just wean me off slowly. 780-421-1039. Brenda, did you notice a change yesterday with it down? My daughter was so miserable yesterday. Yes. And I couldn't figure out why she was so miserable. And then later in the day, my uh, sister said, well because Facebook was down, and I went, oh, that makes sense. You weren't sure, but it was, yeah, seriously, she just, her life was, like, over because she wasn't on Facebook, right? Oh, it's so ridiculous. I can see your daughter going down to the the corner. Hey, man, give me a little bit of that Facebook. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And did you notice her this morning? Is she a little happier now that it's back up? Actually, she's much happier today, so I know it was something to do with Facebook. (laughs) You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, so we're talking about Instagram and Facebook being down basically all day yesterday, and uh, some didn't notice, and uh, the ones that did really noticed. Oh, yeah, and it had some people worried. (laughs) They say, uh, I posted for my 13-year-old daughter's birthday. I typed weeest, and it autocorrected to sexiest. Mm. Well, I corrected it an hour later when I noticed, but when Facebook crashed, I was convinced that Facebook had actually disabled my account for inappropriate content. I know that I was sure the RCMP ICE Division was going to show up at my door. You have no idea how relieved I was that it had just crashed and I wasn't going to jail. Can you imagine walking around all day thinking like, oh God, I just wish my daughter the sexiest birthday. <laughs> yeah, they're coming for me. Nice. This person says, hey, I took social media off my phone a couple of years ago. Best thing I could have ever done. I wish my wife could do the same. That's, that comes from Ron. Now, part of our job is being social media savvy and present. Yeah. Yeah. If we didn't do this job, would you still be on social media? Me? Both of you. Just Twitter. Twitter, I would be. I love Twitter, but... I, I shouldn't say I love it. I, I hate the whole political stuff on it. But I just, I like just, it, it helps keep me informed. And yeah, I, that would be the one that I'd keep. But the other two, I don't think I'd use. Probably not. 
I want to be a better person and say no, but yes, I would for sure be on social media. Yeah. It wasn't created for people like you. I know. You're great on Instagram. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let it go of your head. And probably pull back a little. <laughs> okay. If, if, did we learn that, didn't we? <laughs> oh, man. Hold on. I got to post about this. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's time for Kissing Love Court. Caitlin, she's coming to the bench. You've got an issue. Tell the judge. I do. Okay, so really frustrating, but this has been happening over the last, like, couple years where I've been with my husband, where he is an accent adopter. An accent adopter? What do you mean? You know, like, when you watch a movie and, you know, it's only they're speaking, like, in the Irish accent or something, and, you know, you try to mimic it. Yeah. Yeah, well, he does that all the time. He went to Tennessee and he came back speaking like he was Blake Shelton. We <laughs> went to England. He had a British accent. And it's gotten to the point where I really don't even know what his actual voice sounds like. Really? He just keeps like putting on accents. Like, I think he... he has multiple personality disorder. <laughs> this is a thing. This happens. Does he think he's funny or does he think he's oh. good? He thinks it's funny, and then it's really frustrating when he does it around his friends, and then his friends think it's funny, and then they just encourage him to keep doing it, and they don't have to live with him. <laughs> oh, man. So, so why, like, why today? Why you got a problem today with it? <sighs> well, it's March now, and that means St. Patty's Day is around the corner, so mm. now I know. Oh, teach a guitar. Yes, it is. I can't oh, wait. Don't do it, man. Don't leprechaun. do it. So he talks yeah. like a leprechaun? Yeah, like we bought a thing of Lucky Charms, and that <laughs> triggered it. And now, oh. just starting with the Irish accent, and I know it's just going to get worse from here. Oh, don't you do Why don't you just own it? What's wrong with that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's to the point where, like, that's irritating me now. You know, guys, guys I, we don't normally do this when it comes to love court, but I'm interested in hearing this guy. Like, can we give your hubby a call? Good luck with that. What's his name, by the way? God. Hello. Hey, uh, Scott, it's uh, Chris, Jack, and Matt from Kissing Country. Uh, this is awkward, it's confusing, but we've got your beautiful wife, Caitlin, on the other uh, on the other line, so don't say anything bad about her, all right, buddy? Well, you already called her beautiful before I did. Oh. No. <laughs> S- S- Scott, are you from, uh, like, a, a fake Ireland? Because that's a pretty hacky accent you got going there, bud. Well, I don't know why I would stay on this phone call with you. Oh, oh no. You're pretty, hey, pretty rude. Caitlin, is that your husband? Yeah, yeah, unfortunately it is. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, we've been hearing that uh, you love to adopt accents. It just sort of happens. Yeah? Like, what do you mean it just sort of happens? Like, where? what do you mean? I go out, I come home, I talk a different way. Life goes on. <laughs> I think it's turning into a beetle. <laughs> so, Caitlin... How often does this happen? What's the periods of timelines? Like I said, I literally don't even know what his regular voice sounds like because it's always some form of accent. And I mean, now you've heard it. It's not very good. If that was like a real Irish accent, I mean, when I hear some of those actors talking, it kind of gets me going. But this, not really... Not really doing it for me. Scott? Well, I'd say the key to a happy marriage is you don't talk that much in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissin' Love Court time. We just finished talking to Caitlin. Her uh, hubby Scott picks up accents. She calls him an accent adopter. Wherever he is, whoever he's around, he just picks up the accent. And around St. Patrick's Day, he just decides to talk like a leprechaun for a few weeks. No big deal. Fires her up early. And he goes for a long time, too. Yeah. yeah. So uh, who is uh, guilty in this case, Jack? Well, this text says this guy needs to stop. He's not even good. Maybe he should take a class on accents. Hmm. 
I like the person who said, I'm annoyed just listening to him. Poor girl. <laughs> oh, but they did bring up a good point. I bet if they have kids, it's really fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. The kids start doing the accents. And Gina says, this is so funny. I am laughing my butt off. This guy is awesome. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. Jordan, what do you think? I'm not honestly 100% sure because... I, I'm kind of the same way. I adopt accents. Like when I go home, home being Hicktown, Saskatchewan. Yes. I sound like I'm from Hicktown, Saskatchewan. Sure you do. If I'm if I'm around people from Newfoundland, yes, I pick it up. Yes. But then I heard you guys call them, and I I, I quite honestly don't know what to say now. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. It's like looking in the mirror. Yeah, but this is a thing. People do this. It's okay. It's like a form of admiration. Well, I mean, I pick it up for maybe an hour or two, not months on end. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss and love court. Shauna, what do you think? Honestly, I think it's absolutely hilarious because my husband does the same thing when he gets drunk. He does? <laughs> 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 and how long does it last for? Does it, when he wakes up in the morning, is it just gone? Um, usually it takes till about noon to wear off. Okay. <laughs> it's like a spell. <laughs> the booze or the accent? <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kiss and Love Court this morning. Uh, basically, Caitlin says her husband, Scott, drives her crazy. He's an accent adopter. Wherever they go, he, he picks up that accent, and then he hangs on to it. And now with St. Patrick's Day so close, he's already talking like a leprechaun. We called and confirmed he talks like a leprechaun. Kind of. He well, tries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chelsea says, this is so annoying. It's different when you're around others or drunk, but constantly <laughs> doing that for no reason when you know it annoys your wife is crazy to me. <laughs> it shows that you're not happy with your own self or your personality. Whoa. Speaking of Ooh. my wife. Uh... <laughs> Danica texted and says, hey, my boyfriend really likes to talk in a Borat accent sometimes. This is my wife. <laughs> this is my other wife. <laughs> this is my mistress. She says, I used to find it annoying, but now I do it with him and we both laugh. There you go. My wife. My wife. Number five. Never mind. All right. <laughs> I don't hear your wives doing it. <laughs> This Bo- is my co-host, Bor- Borat. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Ben, we got to do this. It's Kiss and Love Court Day, and basically, Caitlin called us. She has an issue with her husband Scott. He's an accent adopter. He's not Irish, but he wants to talk like a mm-hmm. leprechaun around St. Patrick's Day. Well, I'd say the key to a happy marriage is. You don't talk that much in the first place. <laughs> there you go. Boom. There it is. So we're asking, uh, you know, who's right, who's wrong in this situation? Yeah, when you're adopting an accent, Tina says it's actually insulting to that culture to mimic their accent. I'm British, and if I heard a pathetic attempt of my accent, I would punch him in the face for being rude. <laughs> How are you? Whammo! <laughs> Thanks for the warning. <laughs> All right, uh, Kat, what about you? Hey, I'm usually on the side of the wife, having uh, because I am one. Yes, <laughs> yes. I really like Scott's accent. I'm, I'm like, yeah, go, go with it, buddy. Even when I'm it was fine. that bad? Yeah, and I'm Irish. So. Uh, okay, wow. You still you thought know, it was okay. I didn't find it offensive. I found it fun, and I think fun is good. You know, such a serious world. Yeah. The Irish have spoken. It's true. I agree with you. I mean, it's fun. It's lighthearted. He's not hurting anyone. Go with it. I I think she should relax a little. Maybe she should start trying a few accents of her own. There you go. Yeah, role playing. Role playing might work. All right. The final word goes to Scott. Hey, I got a verdict for your uh, love court. All right. Go ahead. So the guy's not very good at accents and he does them too much. Right. But the wife said, 
that she likes hearing other people's accents. Right. So what he should do is perfect some accents, do them less time, and find out which one she really likes, and then he can turn her on. <laughs> Without a doubt, it's probably German. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, you are a delight. <laughs> the language of love. <laughs> yeah, the most romantic sounding. <laughs> it's loud. Act nine, that was wonderful. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Well, now that Facebook and Instagram are back online, you should know about the latest trend. It is hashtag unpopular opinion. Do you have something that perhaps not everyone would agree with? In fact, probably no one would. Mm. Well, that is your unpopular opinion. Mine? I hate Ross from Friends, and I don't think him and Rachel should have been back together. Hold my hand. I so agree with you, Jack. Oh, no, it's supposed to be unpopular. <laughs> I know. I think we're both unpopular in that opinion. <laughs> That's true. But me too. I, I, oh, okay. Ross well, maybe the, it's not Ross that unpopular. Was the guy. He's creepy. He's like a serial killer. This unpopular opinion thing was made for Matt DeBurs because that's <laughs> liter- literally every time we talk about something, you kind of, you always grab that other side of it, yeah. which is actually a skill and an ability. But yeah. I, a big one? Yeah iPhones and Macs are stupid. Okay. They plan them to break. Stop buying them. Mm. Get out. <laughs> I hate Ross though. I think he's right, but I, you know what? I, yeah, it drives us crazy because he doesn't have an iPhone, so we can't do group chats and things oh, like that. It's just it is so annoying. That, WhatsApp boy. that that other that other friend in your group it absolutely annoys you so bubble. much. Exactly, mm-hmm. we don't get to go all blue because because of Matt. Love Here, being a green. Here's boy. my unpopular opinion, okay. and I don't think anyone's ever said this before, but Uh-oh. I just thought about it. Okay. Okay. Here's my unpopular opinion: If you were born in a city. You should be required by law to cheer for their sports teams in that city. Oh, that's. Uh, I don't care. I want to agree with you. I don't care if your parents are from Toronto and they grew up cheering for the Toronto Maple Leafs, or I don't care. I think you should be. You should absolutely be required by law, and if you don't, you should have. You should go to jail. What if you were forced to grow up in the city you hate? Well, then, too bad. (laughs) Too bad. (laughs) You're a fan of their sports team, but you hate the city. I like that, Chris, but... All right. That's unpopular. (laughs) That's edgy right there. What is your unpopular opinion? Text us at 103.939, or even better, give us a call at 780-421-1039. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Here's the deal. We're talking about unpopular opinions, and uh, you know that's the thing that's trending on the internet right now. It's your opportunity to say, hey, you know what? I know the majority of people think this way, but I think the opposite. For example... Oh, this is a good one. This is my sister's opinion, says a texter. I think they want to get as far away from this as possible. It is an incredibly unpopular in our family. My sister chooses to drive in the left-hand lane to enforce the speed limit. It drives oh. us crazy. My blood is boiling. <laughs> That is awful. Yeah. That opinion needs to be snuffed out. <laughs> How many tailgaters does she get? And Lots. just loves it. She's like, ah, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> just does her thing. <laughs> Another person says, uh, hey, if you were born in a city, you should be forced to spend a week on a farm to understand how hard farmers work. Oh, there you go. I agree that we should spend some time on the farm. Interesting. A week's a long time. Interesting. People uh, are, are kind of rattled about my unpopular opinion, which was, if you were born in a city, you should have to cheer for those teams, legally have to cheer for those teams. You can't cheer for any other teams. And then people are coming at me, hey, we were born in the Maritimes. What do we do? Well, mm-hmm. then you probably have to cheer for the team closest to you. 
you know, you know, and then we got a call from Linda. She says, I was born in Innisfail. We got no what team. What do you do? So I think if you're born in a place like that, you can choose. Uh, then our buddy Wayne called and he says, I was born in a barn, so I have to cheer for the farm team, which was kind of a funny line. Makes sense to mm-hmm. me. And another unpopular opinion, Luke Bryan sucks and Sam Hunt is in country. I mean, there's a there's an <laughs> argument to be made. <laughs> <laughs> I like Luke Bryan and I like Sam Hunt. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not touching you quit it. Quit staring at me. <laughs> no, I'm not. They're hot. Yeah. <laughs> they are hot. And pretty popular. And pretty popular. What is your unpopular opinion? 780-421-1039 or text us at 103939. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, you're seeing it all over the internet when Facebook and Instagram is working. Uh, people just like to grab the opposite of what most people think. For example. Here's a few unpopular opinions. I am a woman and I think that women should pay for their own wedding and engagement rings. Another one here. I hate avocados. Get out. (laughs) Avocados are delicious. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Why? I don't know. They look weird. Too mushy? Oh, you you gotta try it. Put it in your mouth. Pretty mushy, but good ones you try them. (laughs) Yeah, all right. This person says, uh, my unpopular opinion would be, I think Rachel Nolly is doing the right things in government, and I will vote NDP again. Hey, you got another one there, Jack? (laughs) Sure do. (laughs) All right. Kelly says, my unpopular opinion is a question for Chris. What if your son plays in the NHL for another team? This exception has to be made when cheering for your home team. Okay, because if you're just tuning in, I said that everybody, by law... If you're if you're if you were born in a city, you should have to cheer for that sports team, wherever it's football, hockey, baseball, whatever, for the rest of your life. But if you've got a son or daughter that plays on a team, yeah, that's there'd probably be an exception there. I would think. I, I wish Carter made the NHL. Yeah. He would have got drafted by the Flames, and then they would have went to the stands, <laughs> oh. and then Chris would be in his Gretzky jersey, still cheering against his kid. I can. T- I think you would. Yeah, I, I don't think you cheer. I can tell you, Lindy. Somebody else texted. They said they're from Warburg. Uh, Lindy Ruff, a uh, hockey player who grew up there, uh, played for the Buffalo Sabers, then coached the Sabers for many years, and then coached Dallas and some other places. His dad, Leeson, uh, was uh, always cheered for his son's team, but he was always a diehard oil fan like always a die he still is a diehard order fan as well so you'd still you you could cheer for your son's team but you'd have to cheer for your home team as well i don't know fair enough what what do you think about that lynette i'm calling with regards to your opinion about the who you cheer for where you're born yeah well i grew up having no choice of who i cheered for because my grandma cheered for the saskatchewan rough riders and the toronto bougies and whether or not it was our birthday or christmas we either got one T-shirt for our birthday and one the opposite team for our for Christmas. Yes. Oh, wow. Had no choice but to who to cheer for. Uh, this happened with me. My Nana got me a Flames jersey once. You could actually use them as doormats. <laughs> yeah, or toilet paper. Good job, toilet, Matt. That, to- that's a good choice. Toilet paper, too. <laughs> yeah, you know. there you go. Hard <laughs> to flush. Those but- <laughs> darn Nanas. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kiss and Country 103.9.